Hey there, welcome to the Hustle With Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, empty nest mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast, Tailor Made for Christian Businesswomen who've had success yet feel something is still missing. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this podcast, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving business for kingdom impact. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. Do you wonder if it's even possible to be calm, unruffled, and untroubled at this time of year? Not just in life, but in business. You know my mission is helping you redefine hustle and break free from overwhelm and overachievement so that you can walk out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And serenity is our theme this month. Perfect, right? What I've put together for you this month is giving me some serenity because I'm pulling some episodes from the archives that speak to what it means to be serene and how the Lord guides us in that. And I'm sharing two episodes a week through December 27th. So Merry Christmas to you, my dear listeners. We'll be looking at serenity through the lens of God being the chairman of our board, having faith in this fourth watch of the year, being present over perfect paying attention to the Lord as our great giver versus the packaging of how we expect our outcomes to look. And finally, just in time for New Year's, decluttering our minds and our businesses. All of this points back to our four keys, define, direct, discipline, and develop, and how they unlock serenity I'm calling this our 2021 Rewind, and I do want to let you know that some of these recordings are a little scratchy with some background noise and some extra pauses, but that's because they're not as well recorded as my podcasts are now, so they may sound a little bit different, but what I loved about pulling this together for you this month is that it really helped me step back and see how far God has brought me, not just in the quality of the recording, but in the depth of the content that I bring you in practical ways to apply the Bible to our businesses. And that's an amen and hallelujah right there. So I pray these past episodes will bless you in this time, and they will help you focus on serenity, which isn't a word that we use a lot in business, but it's truly embracing the peace of the Lord that we already have and walking that out calmly with joy and being unruffled and untroubled. And that is incredible because the kingdom impact we make when we show up and serve in our businesses that way lets people experience Jesus through us. And that is powerful. So be sure to check the show notes for some tools and ideas that I have for each episode and make sure you listen to the end for our awesome sponsors. Here we go. So, hey, tell me, am I the only one that's like, how the heck do we get to the end of February? By the time you listen to this, it is uh, publishing February 22nd. So we are in the last Monday of February already, and we have been digging in this last few weeks to my book, 
Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart, which by the way, if you go to AaronHarrigan.com right now, you can get chapter one of the book for free. And the reason I was doing that is because we were leading up to the seven-week live course, which kicked off last Tuesday, the 16th. And let me tell you, it is powerful already. And if you didn't get in on it, it's okay. You can get on the waiting list. So go check that out on my website as well. But what we've been unpacking in this is really the practicality of what it means to hustle with heart. And if you've followed me or you listened to the podcast intro, you know that the purpose of this podcast and everything I do is helping women, teaching women to bridge faith and business and make God their business partner. So why do I do that? Well, because when I really leaned into the Lord, when I, for me, accepted Christ in 2014, I had no idea what that meant for my business. Like I knew that it was life-changing. I knew it was a new creation because the Bible told me that, but I had no idea practically how to do that. And for women of faith, I think there is no one talking about faith in business. I think there's absolutely plenty of women's ministry in whatever faith you're part of, but I don't think that there is this practical roadmap for how to incorporate your faith in your business And I think that's missing. That's why Hustle With Heart exists, because I believe that the action of pursuing success God's way, for bridging our faith and business, for making him our most powerful business partner, is called Hustle With Heart. So that's what this is all about. That was like a little extra intro for you all. But this week, we're going to be talking about, I need to pull up the notes on my phone, um, who's on your board? Who is on your executive board? So if you've ever read Think and Grow Rich or um, some other success books, you'll know, um, John Maxwell talks about it, that it's critically important that as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, that we have a board, uh, an advisory board, um, an executive board. And that board is made up of people like if you have an accountant or you have someone that does your QuickBooks or you have your branding person, the person that helps you with your logo, you have your person who built your website, you have your person who maybe maintains your website, maybe you have somebody that helps you with your social media, maybe you have someone that is a mentor, faith and business, right? All of those people make up your board. And first and foremost, if you are a solopreneur like me and you think, I don't have any of that. My team is me. My board is me. Rest assured, you have people that you bounce ideas off of who are part of your executive board. The question I have today and that we're going to unpack is, does God have a seat at that table? Is God part of your executive board? Not only should he have a seat at your table, but where did you put him? Does he have the head of the table? That's what he tells us that he should be, but are we doing that? Even as women of faith, because we haven't been taught how to bridge these things and that that's where Hustle With Heart exists in that gap, 
I'm not sure we always think that our business is the place to include the Lord. Like instinctually, spiritually, we know that he is the maker of all things. He knows every hair on our head. He knitted us in our mother's womb. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He created us and predestined us for specific purpose and work. But I don't think that we often include him in our board meetings because we just don't know how. So this week I wanna talk about why to include him, why making him your business partner changes everything about your business. And then I wanna encourage you to go back. I probably should have had this podcast first. I encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast uh, from the last week week of of January and then the last two, the 8th and the 15th of February here, because that's gonna tell you the how. So let's unpack this. When I first encountered this idea of making God my business partner, I'm not sure I called it that, but let me tell you where I was when the idea, the truth was presented to me. I was hitting a wall. I had success, but not fulfillment. I was doing, 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 but never being. I was thinking I had to carry the load myself. And so the idea of surrendering my business to God made me think, so you want me to slow down? You want me to take a break? You want me to rest? I don't know if I can do that. Because what had swirled in the world's messaging and in the business that I was in was always don't take a breath, take, take, don't take a break, take a breath but we never associate a breath with rest. You know, we associate it with like a moment. So this whole idea of not just slowing down and learning to be still, right, um, was foreign to me. And I still struggle with that, I just transparently. So this idea of making him my business partner and the fact that it included surrender, like let go of control, I don't know if I can do that. But here's why we're supposed to do that. Let me give you, I'm gonna give you three scriptures this week, all from the Old Testament, all very practical to our businesses and our lives, but also our businesses. So the first one I want to share with you is the very first commandment. This is in Exodus 20, verse three, verse two in which he says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt of the land, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. Now, let me just step back and say, I'm not talking about the context of this. I don't have, you know, my Strong's Concordance. I'm not looking up all of the meaning. I know that this is what he said to the Israelites, but this is our commandment too. And if we think about this idea that he brought us out of darkness, perhaps in our business, giving us our business as a vehicle to transform our life, to release maybe what we see as the the confines of a corporate job or maybe enabling us, freeing us from, um, you know, financial struggle or whatever that is. The point is this. It's him and only him. 
So it's surrendering our business to him. He is the most powerful. I said earlier that God is our creator. He knows all the hairs on our head. He knitted us in our mother's womb. Who better to be our business partner than the person who made us? <laughs> that the person who made us to be the achiever or the observer or whatever those, those innate things are that he gave us. Who better to lead us in our business? You know, I, I heard a long time ago, I don't remember where I heard it, but um, it, it's quoted that someone said, like, Lord, I'll give you control over my life, but when it comes to my finances and my bank account, like, I think I can handle that. No, <laughs> I think that we feel that way about our business sometimes. And so first and foremost, making him our business partner, we don't have to make him our business partner. I think perhaps a better word is to allow him room to be our business partner. It is to give him a seat at the table, but not just any seat, the head of the table. But we think because it's our business, we're supposed to be at the front of the table. I mean, you know, Lord, I am CEO. I'm not just CEO of my business. I'm CEO of my life. You see me doing air quotes because that's a famous saying in the mom boss movement. Um, but he gets the head of the table, not us, right? So number one, that goes back to the first commandment. The second piece of this is that he tells us he will be with us no matter where we go. I'm doing this a little bit out of order. Just want you to know that. Um, in Joshua 1, seven through nine, you're probably very familiar with this, but I'm gonna read this to you. And this is all coming from the NIV. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the left or to the right that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So let's look at this for just a second. Obey what he tells us. Well, that means obeying Exodus 20, verse 3, that he is the Lord our God and we shall have no other gods before him, including ourselves, including making our business an idol, right? Number two, that we're to keep his law, the book of this law, the Bible on our lips and meditate on it day and night. That's why one of the very first actions in Hustle With Heart is to establish a daily discipline to be in the word daily, okay? But then number three, that he will be with us wherever we go. Wherever means not just as a wife, not just as a mom, not just as a volunteer, not just in our family and our friends, but in our work, in our businesses. He is there. Powerful business partner right beside us, right? Okay, let me give you one more. And this is Deuteronomy 8, 18. And it says, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. He gives us the ability to do what he's given us to do. He gives us the ability to work. 
He gives us the ability to build our business, to impact the kingdom, to build, to provide an income, um, to change lives, to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. He does that. One of the challenges, and I talk about this in the book, that I had as I began to step into my business partnership with the Lord was that when I would achieve something, I wanted to give all glory to God, which is what we also are to do. That, in fact, is number five of the five principles of Hustle with Heart. And I had people say to me, well, but you're the one that did the work. But you're the one that achieved that thing. But you're the one that overcame that. None of that is possible without the Lord. He made me the achiever that I am. He made me a detail-oriented person. He made me a time manager. Some would say OCD. I just like to say I'm very organized. He made me that way. (laughs) He gave me a business as a vehicle to bring forth those gifts and those talents to impact his kingdom. It is all him. He gives us the ability to produce the wealth, not just money, but you know all of the things that come from us walking in obedience in our purpose through our businesses and through our life. These three scriptures, if this is not proof positive, that making God our business partner is the best business decision that we could ever make, I don't know what is. I, 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 I don't know what else there could be. The challenge is there isn't an instruction book. Well, now there's an instruction book, <laughs> right? Now there's a class that's going on right now. Now there is a group coaching community. Um, but he did that. He gave me that to bring to his people because it doesn't exist. And as as faithful as we are, as close to the Lord as we are, um, for those of us who are followers of Christ, as close to Jesus as we want to be, as much as we spend time in the word and journaling and, and all of these things and on our knees or maybe face down in prayer, we still need the practicality of how to do it. We still need him to be at that boardroom table and not only at the table, but at the head of the table. That first seat ahead of us. Is that easy? No. It takes surrender. You know, in the introduction to the podcast, I talk about having, you know, experiencing grace over grind and surrender over self-reliance and progress over perfection, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. Not easy, but possible, more than possible because he created us for it. Perfectly doable. Perfectly doable. So I leave you with this question. Does God have a seat? at your executive boardroom table? Is he part of your executive board? Have you made him your business partner? Meditate on that. Pray and ask him to show you where he's not. Perhaps you've put him in part of it and not in all of it. That's me. I've done it. 
I'm in the middle of a stretching season right now. But pray over that, my friends. And embrace what it could feel like for God to be your business partner and what an incredible impact you could make through your business. That's what I got for you this this week. When I see you next time on the podcast, it will be March. What the heck? Thanks for tuning in as always. I so appreciate you. I so appreciate the opportunity to be God's messenger for this message. Have a fantastic week. Hey, before we go, I want to let you know this episode is brought to you by the Hustle With Heart Christmas Book Pack. Christmas is almost here, and I've got the perfect gift for the Christian business women in your life, including yourself. This book pack includes a personally signed copy of my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle With Heart, along with a Hustle With Heart prayer bookmark, all beautifully packaged and ready for you to wrap. Order yours today at erinharrigan.com slash Christmas pack. And you can find those details in the show notes, but hurry because you need to order by December 15th to guarantee delivery in time for Christmas. Thanks for tuning in this week. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle with Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for the helpful links or free tools that I talked about in today's episode. I love seeing your shout outs to the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. So when you do that, please tag me. Be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite network so you get the episode every Monday when it releases. Definitely share this with your friends and fellow business owners that you know could benefit from this content. And could you also take a minute to help us out by leaving a review to help us reach more people with this message? We would so appreciate that. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine.